guys. Welcome back to Floral Couch Conversations. I'm Emily. And I'm Alyssa. And how's it going? You know, I am living the dream. I feel like I say that a lot now. That's like my standard response. That's your new catchphrase? Yeah. <laughs> Did you steal it from my old coworker who always used to say that? Um, not really, but I feel like a lot of coworkers say that at my work as well. Because it's like busy and like... Yeah, I was just um, intruded, interrupted by someone needing me to try their soup. <laughs> Tastes like you put tater tots and broccoli in some chicken broth. Worked out this new question. Excuse that. Excuse the interruption. Oh man. Uh... I will next time you come over and to my house to record. Um, I just rearranged my office so there will Ooh. be a, per- a permanent setup, so I don't have to like keep moving it back and forth from my like dining room table. Oh my gosh, so, perfect! I'm excited. <laughs> cool. Well, how is your weekend going? What's what have you been doing? You know, I feel like. Last week, I had so many, like, events going on in the evening, and then, like, this week, I didn't have as many, but it was just, like, I worked a lot because it's just, like, a really busy time of year, so I read two books yesterday, and I am kind of doing some spring cleaning today, and that's that's really it, but I kind of am loving the downtime. <laughs> You read two books? You finished two books? Well, I finished one book and then I read a whole other one, yes. Dang. It was good. I still need to finish our next book club book. That's my goal today. Okay. How far are you? I have like a few pages left. Okay. Um, The book that I read in its entirety yesterday was The Royal Holiday. (gasps) The Jasmine Guillory one. What's it called? The Royal Christmas? Mm -hmm. Or Royal Holiday. The Royal Holiday. I'm okay. in the middle of that book. Uh, okay. Actually, that book is on my Kindle, and I accidentally left my Kindle at airport security when we went to Mexico, and then I had to go <laughs> back and get it, and they were like, um, tell us what book is on it to identify it, and that's <laughs> what book it was. That's hilarious. I, good thing it's not, like, a more embarrassing, like, I don't know, like, Fifty Shades of Grey or something, just, like, having to own up to it. Yeah. I don't know. That's funny. It was a classic. Classic Emily tale. <laughs> so, have you been watching American Idol? Yes. I watched the first episode, and then the second episode is on tonight, and I'm so obsessed. I feel like the auditions part is definitely my favorite. <laughs> I I really like the auditions, but then I like getting to know the people like more yeah. as as the show goes on and then like finding my people to root for um but did you see the thing about how Katy Perry collapsed at one of the auditions like, the, was, like in the previews yeah um well it was like an article too that I saw about how sh- there was like a CO2 leak or something and no but they showed that in the previews for future seasons and show her like falling to the ground oh okay i think that's stupid like this is american idol it's not some reality show you're trying to make dramatic like the bachelor <laughs> the most dramatic season yet emily <laughs> like 
Also, I mean, sorry, they could, they could not show that. Right, if it I guess. Been, like, yeah. Audition. Yeah, she's wearing that like peacock shirt that I was obsessed with. <laughs> I love her fashion. I just can't. I like really like the judges. Like, I think that's why. So I like kind of tend to lose interest after like the initial because I love seeing like the coaches get so excited like about a potential candidate so then um as it gets farther in like everyone is good so it's not like as Mm -hmm. exciting to me but I don't know I just love like they're so supportive and like Lionel is just like everyone's dad and I don't know I love it it is it is good it some people don't like that that it's different now like it's it's more wholesome I guess you would say instead of like making fun of people in all the auditions but but I like yeah, it yeah we were we were talking about that because um like it used to be like a pretty mixed bag I feel like at the auditions of good and bad and now like one or two people each episode get a no but everyone else like goes through and then you get like their full video package of like their hardships mm-hmm. it's interesting yeah so I'm excited usually yeah. usually i see like my one person in the auditions that I really like and then I end up rooting for them the whole time like (laughs) I did that with Carrie Underwood I was obsessed with her and then um with Maddie Poppy when I saw her audition I was like she's gonna win she has to win and then I rooted for her the whole time have you seen anyone yet obviously there's only about one episode but um not that not anyone that like really stood out to me so okay well tune in guys (laughs) it's great great show indeed so um did you see the article about sephora and introverts um yes i did and i think i i mean it's like sure okay so basically the concept is they have two different baskets. If you grab a red basket, I think it means you want someone to come up and ask you for help, ask if you need help. And if you have a gray basket, it means don't talk to me. Which is an interesting concept. I feel like, I don't know if I've ever seen that before, but I feel like it's not like a genius idea or anything. I mean, the only other time I can think of is, like, have you ever been to Fogo de Chao? Oh, where you, like, say, no, I don't want any more. Yeah, they, like, come and offer you different meats. Mm-hmm. If your, like, card is flipped on green mm-hmm. and if it's on red, they don't mm-hmm. ask or offer it. Um, yeah. But I don't know if that's, like, brain- that's not branded as, like, an introvert thing. Yeah. That's just, like. I mean, I am someone who can get annoyed, like, if people come up and talk talk to me like multiple times like usually I just want to browse um and like not have someone help me but also I feel like you should just be like a human and if there's someone in front of you just be like hey welcome let me know if I can help you with something and then the person the person shouldn't be mad about that or be like don't talk to me yeah I think it's it where it can get bad is if like there's like so many employees in a store that you're asked like every five minutes but I don't feel that when I go into Sephora 
Yeah, I I kind of like it actually because I feel like they're always really nice. I don't go to Sephora that often, but I usually go to Ulta, and I I don't know. Sometimes I usually I need help finding something in that store. Right. So. Well, and if you grab a gray basket, usually I'm gonna be like, oh, I can't find what I was looking for anyway. So then I'd go up and find someone to ask a question anyway. Yeah, I did used to like when I used to shop at Forever Twenty One how they like the workers just ignore you like they don't even acknowledge you (laughs) and I always wondered if like they're instructed to do that I don't know I feel like that store was always a cluster actually the like bigger one at Mall of America is like nicer but I feel like before that all the Forever 21s were also just like a complete like mess like disaster so I don't know if any of that was intentional or just like poorly run yeah I knew a girl who worked at um Forever 21 in Chicago and she was like yeah they can't talk to you because they're so busy because there's always just like shit to put away that makes sense because yeah like teenagers coming in and messing crap up all the time Mm -hmm. thank you retail workers (laughs) real um did you see the article about the Georgia teacher who bought a travel insurance policy um yes (laughs) only because you (laughs) sent it to me um, I feel like this is random. Where did you find this? It's on Reddit. Oh. Um, I really like the today I learned, but I just thought it was interesting because, like, I am notorious for not reading. Like, I always just click accept and I don't read the fine print. But she, so she paid, got, like, a $400 travel policy, but, like, page seven of the contract, it says pays to read. And the first email and mentioned the fine print would win $10,000. And so she did that, which I think is kind of cool. I would definitely never be the winner. <laughs> I don't think I would either. Although it does kind of inspire me to skim a little bit more diligently. I know, but like also these contests are so rare. I don't know that I would actually take the time to yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad that it was like a Georgia teacher and someone who probably deserved it and not like, a random billionaire who just had some extra time on his hands or that has like an assistant to read all of his contracts Mm -hmm. or something yeah that's a good point I agree so recently we're talking about accidents and daylight savings on a recent episode did you know that there's um there's like a bill that's being introduced about daylight savings in Minnesota yeah so we could maybe make it permanent, which is kind of, I guess, I don't have strong feelings one way or Isn't the other. Isn't it already but... permanent? Like, what does permanent mean? Like, you ne- like you never have to change your clock. Oh. So get rid of daylight savings time. Well, I think they make it, like, depending on which one they got rid of, they call it permanent or getting rid of if they get rid of, like... If we stay in the fall back or the spring forward time, I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, it does get rid of the time change and make daylight savings time permanent. Okay. The governor still has to sign off on it. So TBD, but that could be good and bad. (laughs) Um... I just thought. Yeah, I guess I don't really feel strongly. I think that's what I said on our last episode, but um, it does kind of, like, mess with me a little bit when it, like, whenever it comes around, you know, but 
but I don't know that it really affects my life that much. So, yeah, well, and I just thought it was interesting that I saw this like just right after we talked about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it does say like health experts claim the change twice a year is bad for your health. So like, although subtle, it might cause some minimal improvements. So I don't know. Keep an eye out. I wonder how they like came up with that in the first place. In the article, it says in World War One was pushed by the American government during World War One as a way to conserve coal used for heating homes. Oh well, that's relevant these days. Naturally, <laughs> so <laughs> a little outdated because it said too that um, people believe it was for farming, which I thought it was, but that's apparently a myth. Hmm. Well. And farmers were were actually opposed to resetting clocks. Glad it's taken us this long to figure that out. (laughs) Seriously. Change is slow. It is. (laughs) Very slow. But interesting. There's some daylight savings time history for you. Indeed. Um so I sent you an article about synesthesia. Are you familiar with the concept of synesthesia at all? synesthesia no so it's basically like you can with um people that have synesthesia they associate numbers and letters with certain colors and so there's this article um or this like website that you can type in your name and you can see the colors that your name would be um that people with synesthesia would see your name in did you do it i did Wait, can I guess? Sure. I'm going to guess yellow. Okay, so each letter is a different color. Is it, like, based on the alphabet? Like, Yeah, so every, so a lot of people, like, some research says that it's, like, based at a certain time. Like, there was little tykes, like, letter blocks that people associated it with that had the same color. Or, like, different branded toys that cause them to like associate a color with a letter um is what i've heard so every letter has like a different color associated okay um then i'm not gonna guess because i don't know (laughs) it's like a red a purple a yellow um blue and then red again because two a's (laughs) so mine would be what's e like a blue um, let me type in your name. Um, it's like a gold, a blue, a white, a like lavender, and a yellow. Ooh. Yes. Why for yellow? <laughs> Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Um, and so, I don't know. I thought it was kind of interesting. Do you know anyone with synesthesia? I, I don't think I do. Um, I don't either, but I listened to this podcast, the Brain Candy podcast, and one of the hosts, Sarah, she has synesthesia, and we'll talk about how, like, at least for her, like, it correlates to, like, that's where I heard the little tykes, like, set that she had as a kid is where she, like, where the colors are aligned, and why she still puts colors with, like, certain letters. Hmm. I, I feel like it sounds like a disease, and I... And I think it's kind of weird that it ties back to a toy. 
I don't know that that's like I have not done any research mm-hmm. to know that is what that podcast person said um let me see oh actually synesthesia the broader definition is a condition in which one sense for example hearing is sim- simultaneously perceived as if by one or more additional senses such as sight oh. um, and then another form joins objects such as letters, shapes, numbers of peoples with a color or a smell. Okay. I knew there had to be more, a little more to it. Um, around 4% of the population has natural, is naturally synesthetic. Synesthetic. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I thought it was interesting. So I wanted to give a shout out to my friend Cassie. Um, she is a coach for a college hockey team, and they just um, last night, actually, or I guess it'll be two nights ago when this releases, played the longest NCAA women's hockey game ever. It was a total of seven and a half periods, which... I think it's kind of cool because it kept it went into five overtimes. Oh my gosh! Yes. So shout out to Coach Petey, and I don't know. I think that's impressive. That that's a long time. They played for like over two hours. Um, that is is it, do you, I wonder what the like men's record is or like what is the cutoff? Like when does it become sudden death? Or was it just, like, sudden death the whole time? I don't know enough about hockey to know the answer to that. Let me find the article. So she coaches for the Franklin Pierce um, Ravens. Yeah, it says the two teams played more than a game and a half worth of time without another goal. So just no one scored for another Wow. Like five overtimes. I think that's cool and impressive, but also if I was on the hockey team, I would be like, let's let's just be done. <laughs> yeah, but I yeah. We're probably not very passionate. But that's, wait, so players. did they win? They did not, oh. unfortunately. But But they held um, in there for seven and a half they periods. They held in them. Yes. <laughs> for hundred and forty seven minutes. Wow. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. Girls making history. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, bachelor update portion of the podcast. <laughs> what are your thoughts? We just watched Hometowns last week, and Fantasy Suites are coming up. I think Victoria F. is the worst, and she's like a gaslighter, and... I can't believe she's still on the show. Okay, I was listening to another podcast, actually Ashley I and Ben's Bachelor podcast, and they were talking about gaslighting and how people were saying Victoria F. was gaslighting Peter. Um, And Ashley was like, yeah, I'm not sure what gaslighting is. Like, these millennial terms, like, I just can't keep up. And I was like, (laughs) "Um, okay, so actually there's... It's like a psychology term, and it's about abusive relationships. It is not just a millennial term that 
people made up. Also, you are a millennial, so it just really annoyed me. <laughs> yeah. Although, I guess I do feel like the term has become more commonly used, like, in everyday language versus, like, just, like, by psychologists. Um, like, I don't feel like I heard the term used a lot in the lot like five years ago but now I feel like people are quick to call out people for gaslighting and maybe that's just like psychology awareness by the general population yeah I just thought it was like okay don't say it if you don't know what it is because you never know so for anyone that might be in Ashley I's boat how would you define gaslighting well I will look it up for you Oh, perfect. Um, Merriam-Webster's Dictionary. It's actually it's actually also a 1944 film. Um, so, gaslight oh. <laughs> is a verb. Manipulate someone by psychological means into questioning their own sanity. So it's basically like turning someone comes to you and says like, "Hey, this is a problem," and it's like turning that around and making the other person seem like it's their fault. So in The Bachelor, Peter heard from this other girl that Victoria F had like broken up marriages and like had affairs with people and it was just like bad news and so he went and told Victoria like confronted her about it and then she like turned it around on him basically and was like I can't believe you're behaving like this it's disgusting and yeah, like, you're about to meet my family. And he's like, I'm just trying to understand. It made no sense. And then he still kept no. her around. Although, I guess the only blessing or the only, like, positive of that is he sent Kelsey home. And I, like, love Kelsey. But I feel like her heart would have been even more broken had she stayed for Fantasy Suite. So I feel like, and you could tell he wasn't mm-hmm. that into her. So I'm glad he sent her home, like, and didn't, like let her get her yeah. hopes up even more but yeah victoria i think that the after or the women tell all might be very heated oh yeah it's gonna be that it's gonna be a good episode for sure yeah. um i kind of want kelsey to be the bachelorette although i've like accidentally heard some spoilers which i will not talk about because i just don't even i don't even want to think about them because um, I just want to pretend I don't know what happens. So now I want to know. No, I don't want to talk about Wait, it. Spoilers, spoilers about who the Bachelorette is yeah. going to be. Oh, okay. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not Kelsey because I feel like a lot of people think she's like too emotional, but I feel like she grew on me after the champagne incident. Oh, for sure, she totally redeemed herself. Yeah. Um. Uh, so I'm also behind a Nick Viall's podcast, former Bachelor, um, but I was listening to one of his recaps of a previous episode, and they thought Victoria P was such a villain during the whole Alea situation, which I did not see it that way. And they were talking about how Victoria P is like the biggest villain oh. of the show. And granted, this was before this Victoria F stuff. However, I just like I did not even perceive her as a villain. So well, I thought, that was I thought she was lying the whole time and was like playing like a what was me card when like she yeah he basically caught her in like three lies, and I think Alea was being honest. She was like dramatic, but 
Yeah. I don't know if she was, like, the biggest villain, but I definitely, like, she was lying. Peter caught her in her lie, and then he, like, wasn't feeling it anymore because he was like, okay, you're, I don't want to deal with this, so. Yeah. Interesting. She came off as sweet, but she was just as manipulative as the rest of them. <laughs> so who's your prediction for the end? Because now it's down to Madison, which we see some on the previews, some drama coming with that because um, she admitted in this last episode that she's a virgin mm-hmm. and she doesn't want him to sleep with anyone in the fantasy suites. Um, and then we have Victoria mm-hmm. and then we have Hannah Ann. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Hannah Ann is going to be the Bachelorette. That's for sure. No, I think she's very. She's way too she's young. Got... Yeah. Um, I, I don't. She'll make a great social media influencer. Yeah, I feel like they're really trying to make it look like Peter's like with a producer, even though no one believes that. Um. I don't know what my prediction is. I just want to wait and see what happens. Yeah, I don't, well, I just feel like we're not going to be able to guess. It's going to be so, like, out there because, I don't know, like, Peter's holding close to the vest. and Yeah, I saw a meme that um, it was, like, Hannah Brown, a picture of Hannah Brown, and it said, it was, like, before Peter's season, go get your man, girl. And then it was, like, after Peter's season, stay right there and just keep dodging that bullet. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Which, I don't know. I might agree with that. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's been an interesting season. And I feel like we still have so much, like, so many more episodes to go, even though it's almost over. We, we only <laughs> have three more episodes. Well. Fantasy Sweet Women Tell All and then the finale. And after Final Rose. Well, yeah, but that happens on the same same night as the finale. Yeah. Got at least 12 hours of Bachelor. Oh, in our always. <laughs> always. We're never without <laughs> Bachelor content to consume. Yes. So that's our Bachelor recap. Your daily, not weekly dose of reality. Tune in tonight, aka Monday night. Yeah. Um, for fantasy suites. It's going to be dramatic. Okay. And then I kind of always, I've liked ending with kind of a wholesome article. Um, Just because, like, I feel like we talk about a lot of drama, but sometimes you just have to, like, think about the things that make you smile. So I saw this um article, and it was, like, a a video doorbell that caught a pizza delivery man bringing a pizza to a house. And then as he was leaving, a toddler like ran out the door and like insisted on giving this like little girl is insisted on giving the pizza delivery man a hug. And the mom was like, okay, sweetie, come on, like silly. And he like hugged her back or whatever and left. But then it went viral and it came out that this pizza delivery man had just lost his like teenage daughter and so like was way more touched by that than like like after Mm -hmm. it went viral he like came forward and said that and I was like you know sometimes things just happen for a reason and I think that little girl had some intuition that's what I was thinking Mm -hmm. too like there was like she knew 
I need to give this you guy a hug. a hug. It made me smile. I think they say that, like, kids just, like, can sense that stuff. It's almost like dogs. Like, they don't have enough, like, crowding their brain. They just, like, are able to kind of, like, channel it. Well, and they haven't been, like, um, what's the word? Mm-hmm. Jaded, I guess, by life yet. So they can just, like, follow their feels. Yeah. So, which cute. I love innocence. That. Yeah. On that note, thanks everyone for listening to this episode of Floral Couch Conversations. Next week is your double dose of book club. We will be talking about The Man in the High Castle by P.K. Dick and um, Brain on Fire, My Year of Madness by... Susanna Callahan. Susanna Callahan. Um and yeah, I'm excited to discuss. Me too. I only read Brain on Fire, but it was really good. So yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> and let us know if you have any questions. Email us at floralcouchconversations at gmail.com. And give us a five-star review and tell all your friends about our podcast if you like it. Thanks, Thanks everybody. everybody. Bye.